0: Godi Guru Paramparā Jai God Bhakti Vrindaki Jai God So we're continuing our discussion of the Prakat Lila Gopi Vastra Harana hmm? The Stealing of the Gopi's Clothes By the Thief Hari We heard with, uh, for good reason why that is favorite name in Brudge, Hari the Thief. He accurately describes him and ultimately speaks about the fact that he has stolen their hearts. Their hearts have been stolen by him. So, whatever he does is good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm Or it may appear otherwise here today. So, we concluded yesterday with the uh, um, description of how Krishna appeared on the scene and, he, and the fact that he appeared surrounded by his friends. And we talked a little bit about the different types of friends who assist Krishna in his romantic affairs and how uh, the unique insight of Jiva Goswami, amongst different commentators, uh, was that the four boys who came with him are uh, uh, the personifications of his antakarana, fourfold fold antakarana, chitta manas, buddha, Budi, and um, Hankar. <coughs> which tells us something about Krishna's transcendental form. So he has an ahankar, he has a chitta, he has a booty, just like he has arms and legs, part of the gross body, if you will, he has a subtle body, but all this is chin spiritual. And any part of it could personify as a particular person. In the Balava Sampradaya, there's the, the, the prominent thinking is that Balava is an incarnation of the mouth of Krishna, <laughs> so then amongst the uh, the Alwars, who were the precursors to Ramanuja Sampradaya, the mystic poets, they're considered to be personifications of, of Narayan's mace, his club, his disc, uh, conch, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, not an ordinary body, right? Mm-hmm. Looks similar, but it's very, very different. <coughs> and so it is with that entire realm. Everything looks like it does here, but it's entirely spiritual. So uh, Krishna appeared on the scene with his friends, and with their help, he, he took, the, he stole the clothes of the gopis. Realized it uh, when he climbed into the tree and laughed and joked amongst his friends, and then. And, and, and let, let let it be known on, on certain terms that that what they had heard, which was a was a problem for them because they're out in the middle of nowhere and uh, private and bathing naked in the in the jamuna. Um what was a problem. Um, where was the sound coming from? He identified I went here it's me and I've got I found these clothes and uh, so forth and so uh, he now begins, what well, would be the third part of this chapter, the first part being description of the, the, the rut, the vow of the gopis, their intention, how it came about, what the ingredients were, and so on and so forth, their, their nankirtan, their mantra, their the, the tantra, the process, the antra, the goal, Mary Krishna, the guru, and Vrindadevi, and so forth. Um, and the second part being Krishna's arrival on the scene, which co- corresponds then with the last day of the sacrifice or the brut, the vow that they have been um, the sacred vow that they have been committed to for the last twenty nine or whatever 30, 30 days, mm-hmm. and he appears again with his friends and steals their clothes. Mm-hmm. So we talked a little bit about that. And now the third part comes: to the conversation, the banter. Between Krishna and the Gopis, he and himself with his friends in the tree, and the Gopis in the water. Hmm? This section will be will come to a conclusion hmm? at the end of uh, which the Gopis will come out of the water finally after considerable banter back and forth, and um, Krishna will find some fault in their in in their uh, practice. Hmm? In the, in the way they conducted the practice, which he gives a remedy how that can be uh, made up for. Hmm? And you, you, you must be aware, of course, that in in appearance, this uh, commitment, vow, scripturally based, if you will, coming from Brindadevi with the mantra and so on, procedures for worshipping the deity, um, it, it has the appearance of a of a vow that uh, a commitment uh, that uh, a young lady would enter into in this world to get a husband, based on scriptural um, advices as to how to go about how to go about that and be most most successful. So it's a karma kanda, if you will, it's a karma marg um, uh, pursuit. And in the karma marg, everything has to be done very correctly, every every bit it's all about the rules hmm? and if the rules and the procedures are properly followed then you will get the result if not you will not get the result there are even instances in which you might get the opposite result just by chanting the mantra with the wrong emphasis hmm? I think the the devas at one point wanted um, an enemy of uh, someone I forget uh to help them and instead they got they wanted a, they wanted a, an enemy of Indra they got an enemy of themselves a, no wait Demigods wouldn't want an enemy of, anyway Ritrasura was born Ritrasura that's a sixth cant of Ritrasura they, they wanted one thing they got the opposite and Ritrasura seemed to be a problem but that's a complicated case and actually he wasn't a problem he has some beautiful prayers there on the on Concerning the actually, but that's another story. <coughs> and um, so the point being that again, if you if you don't do it right, you're not going to get the desired result. If you do it wrong, you could get you could get a negative. Instead of getting a fire, you get a puff of smoke and blacken your face, something like that. Now the opposite end of the spectrum, religious spectrum, of course, is the Ragmar. If we start with varnashram mm, and the pursuance of things. Uh, with a um, uh, display of gratitude for the givers for the gods behind the powerful manifestations of nature that are required for us to um, satisfy our senses uh, grow economically uh, so on and so forth Dharma, uh, come. so uh, uh, with the Surya, Namaskar, we show gratitude to the sun, and so forth. And uh, he's to be worshipped for good health. And uh, These things are all found in the Bhagavatam. I mentioned the other day, in the second Kando, Sukadeva's speech, He t- in the beginning stages when he's speaking to Maharaj Pertje, he talks about all the different Devas, and deities that you could worship for this, that, if you want this, worship him, if you want that, worship her. He comes to the conclusion, he says akama sarbukamu moksha kamudharini tivrena bhakti yogi yajita Purusha and here's the Siddhanta if you want any of those things and much more really whether you want all those things you don't want any of those things or you want mukti best thing is to worship worship the param Purusha Krishna with unflinching bhakti yoga tivrena bhakti yoga we mentioned this the other day so um on one end, you have the uh, ordinary religious idea worship God for things hmm? to help you in your acquisition in the thought that you'll become more by acquiring. Hmm? When actually, you just become more burdened by that. And yourself, which doesn't need anything and is not a thing, becomes covered over by things. Hmm? Um, from there, we go to Gyan. And Gyan means, well, I don't want things now. Because I've understood the point that I just made, I want to uncover myself from the things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from there, of course, and higher than this, from, from Karma Jignasu, Tato Dharma Jignasu, we should say, inquiring about Dharma on the path of karma, when it comes to Brahma Jignasu. These are two major sections of the uh, uh, texts of, of the Hindus. The, the entire section dealing with karma and acquisition that, that humans are said they should inquire into because human life gives us the opportunity to do so, to meet our maker, if you will, to show gratitude for the bounty of life in ways that in, more, in less complex forms of life we don't have the opportunity. so It's a special um, feature of human society, human birth. And doing that, as I said, inquiring into the scripture about Dharma, we learn the magical way to acquire things, and we acquire, along with the things, faith in the sacred text, in the revelation. So we look deeper, especially as we get things, we're satisfied, we've done it religiously, we've shown gratitude, and I've got everything I ever wanted, but I still feel... Incomplete. What does the scripture say about that? So uh, mm-hmm. now is the time, scripture says, for inquiring into Brahman, the nature of Brahman, which the Atma is, has a likeness to, right? So, Otato Brahmajignatsu. This is the um, Uttar Mimamsa. We have the Purva Mimamsa, the, the beginning, uh, what would you call it, Mimamsa? Um, uh, dissertation and a purva later, with qualification, typically having become religious, as I said, and fulfilled to some extent and in inquiring further. This is the gradual uh, process. Of course, you could inquire into brahman earlier than that by good association, but but typically, that's not emphasized hmm, in the way that we emphasize the virtues of sadhusanga and speak about something that's off the pages of the text. Goodness. Mm-hmm. Now, this, the the, 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 the Dharma now so through all the texts deal with that. This is like the large, vast um, majority proportion of the texts. Krishna mentions this in the, in the Gita. What does he say? Try vishaya beda Gunya Atma Chambavan. Yoga So, he says, Try Gunya Vishayaveda. Mostly the texts are dealing with that which can be found within the influence of the three gunas. This is the karma mark. So, he says, and this is the second chapter of the Gita, he's now encouraging to move beyond religious inquiry, on the basis of which Arjuna is arguing he don't doesn't think he should fight. He says, well... Nobody's going to die. Hmm. Hmm. You're eternal. So is everybody else. Whoa. So, um, he encourages him to go beyond now. You are a religious person. Otherwise, why would you be showing this compassion, concern for doing the right thing, and so on and so forth? So, I'm going to take you to another level, right? He speaks about the Atma and the means to acquire that, which mm-hmm. uh, to, to realize the self and its source, which is, of course, yoga. Hmm? This is the beginning of his discourse on yoga, which culminates and begins with and culminates in, in bhakti yoga. Uh, so he says, Trigunyabhishaya vedad nistrigunyabhavaja. You should go beyond this inquiry within the triguna. Hmm? Take shelter of me and inquire hmm? um, about that smaller section. You have to tell, after all, it looks like the soul is really small, if it can be seen at all. Right? Everything else is there, apparent, <laughs> uh, real, to hold on to until it disappears, <laughs> which is inevitable. Hmm? And who's holding on? Who has the, the the feeling for it? Where is that coming from? Hmm? The thing may disappear, but the feeling for it remains. Where's the feeling? It's not in the thing. It's in me. It's not disappearing. I'm not a thing. Hmm? It may appear that you disappear, but that's another thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a further discussion, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Further play out the point. But um, the larger portion, as I say, is all about acquisition in a religious way. And the smaller part is about inquiry into Brahman. So very few people will be interested in inquiring into Brahman. Mm-hmm. We heard Mother Mangal this morning was chiding Dam mm-hmm, for... I- insisting that as a Brahman he should be quiring into Brahman rather than belly and filling it hmm? as the as the Vidusaka hmm? uh, the buffoon of uh, uh, of Krishna Lila is uh, preoccupied with hmm? he dismissed Sri Dharams he says, well you know he took the high risk well you're a coward so it would be expected you might make a comment like that but hmm? but y- 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 uh, but m- my interest is not in Brahman. Hmm? My interest is in rasa. Right? Mm-hmm. Of course, he has a very interesting explanation of what are, what are the rasas and how to fulfill his belly and hmm? feed his belly as is the, is the essence by tasting four kinds of food with six senses. Hmm? He can taste six, so six rasas. Hmm? Enjoy them in the belly in the mind in the mind, he will enjoy them. the belly will, will satisfy anyway. Uh, he says, "My inquiry is into rasa rasa Ignasu. Now the smaller portion of people are inquiring into Brahman, as I've said before, using an numerical um, analogy, if you go from negative numbers to zero, zero would seem positive. it's so positive that 99.9% of, of the people who have that as their goal and attain that can't even begin to think about inquiring anything further. Hmm? This is Chaitanya Mahabhu's inquiry, right? Are there any positive numbers beyond the zero of the Buddha, Shankar, and so forth? Hmm? And of course, uh, that, that's where Gaudiya discourse really takes off. A description of the of the nature of transcendence, the possibilities there, mm-hmm. and uh, the variegated nature of it, and so on and so forth. But this, obviously, it would seem, if it has, if inquiring about Brahman requires the kind of qualification that one gets from first inquiring about religion, it being in, in, in the karma mark and adhering to it, and, and so on and so forth. What would be the qualification? Orasa. And of course we say the beauty of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is that it's only the price of your faith which will come from association Sadhu Sangha hmm? so what must be the power and influence and importance of that Sadhu it can cut off at the pass so to speak a long inquiry into Dharma inquiry in, 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 into Brahm, the nature of Brahman hmm? you'll find this in but that first inquiry into, into Dharma and then, then into Brahman then 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 bhakti will come. This is speaking about the post uh, liberated nature of bhakti. We speak about that but we also speak about the generosity of bhakti at the same time. If shes uh, has a stand status that's post liberated mm. near guna and then if she should reach down within the gunas mm. and touch us, what uh, what kind of power, does that afford us to attain, tra- attain transcendence in comparison to whatever we might gather on our own, our own strength or whatever inspiration, power, and help we might get from Sattva Guna, for example, that governs Jnana and Yoga, or the Rajaguna that governs the Karma Marg. Hmm? This is a, br- a real and powerful and capable helping hand and very generous Hmm? bhakti so we agree post-liberated but also we emphasize the point of very generous and the most generous dis- dispensation is that we find in Shaitanya Mahaprabhu and his associates hmm? so the emphasis on real um, 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 real uh, hmm. the power of that hmm? you can cross over now if you do that and inquire into rasa by S- Sadhu Sangha, the Sadhus will teach you to inquire in a way that is and give you answers to your inquiry that is relative to your adhikar, to your eligibility. Hmm? Okay. And, and so, I we mentioned it yesterday this is true, true beauty. Guru should know the adhikar and then advise. Accordingly, not give practices or speak about them to, to, to uh, in such a way that the, the, that the student will think I should practice that mm. when they don't yet have the adhikar. Uh, Sometimes Prabhupada would be asked questions. He said, "Why don't you go there and find out? Mm. I've given you something to find out. Where well, I may say something, but when I do put in, put in action what I've already told you first. Then you won't. Then they will have no questions." Mm. Mm. He said himself, "My only question was." How to my Guru, Marsha, how can I serve him? That was my only question. I hmm? was thinking about it the other morning. Sangsara dhavana lila loka, tanaya uh, karana ganaganatvam, peptasya kal. Uh, uh, Bande guru. Hmm? Sangsara dhavana lila loka, tanaya karana ganaganatvam, peptasya kalyana gunarnabasya, kalyana gunarnabasya. You can be perfect just by meditating on this verse. You understand the predicament, the extent of the predicament that you're in. You're in a forest fire. What are you going to do? Spit? <laughs> you have to. You need rain. You need the the the, the, the cloud, Ganasham You need coming in the form of the guru, rain from above can put out the fire. So by Sadhu Sangha, by Guru, Guru Seva, then that the world, it's not the world of problems, but the world is the problem. That's the forest fire. It can be put out. It can be ex- extinguished. So I'm not sure how we got into this a bit. Um, yes, so so the gopis, particular, the, the kumaris, their yogya, their religious practice, Ostensibly, on its face, it looks like karma mark. They're interested in getting a getting a husband. They perform the vrat hmm? and and in that path, everything has to be done perfectly. Otherwise, you won't get the desired result. On the other end of the spectrum, now requiring it a rasa, it's hard to make a mistake. Hmm? Mm-hmm. If your heart's in the right place, even if you practice wrong, well, uh, to an extent, anyway. Uh, you, 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 that, that will be overlooked. Krishna is sometimes described in this regard, Janardana, who accepts the spirit of the worship. Hmm? The details are important, but secondary, by comparison to the karma mark. So in a path of love, then rules are lacking. In a path of rules, love is lacking. So in the karma mark, I worship a deity, to give myself, in this instance, for example, to somebody else. Right? We worship Kajayani to get a husband so I can give myself to my husband. <laughs> Pay her off. She gives you the husband. Thank, you. Done. deal's done. Thank you. But in love, that's another thing. I worship you. I give myself to you to give myself to you. Hmm? Very different. So this is uh, our ideal. Of course, this is the gopis ideal because they want to marry Krishna. But it in appearance at least, it has an appearance of a, of a, of a, uh, a commitment, a pursuit, a vow in pursuit of um, something that would fall within the three gunas, getting a husband. So so we'll see as we proceed at the end, Kirsten says they do come out of the water, but he finds a fault in the way that they conducted themselves during the rut, which could mean the whole thing would be Would 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 crash down. But he gives them a way to to remedy that. Hmm. So Krishna is really a solution to the problem, a solution to what he appears to be, um, in regard to the situation, he appears to be a problem. What is the problem? Well, here they go, because they're out, as I say, in a secluded place, bathing in in, in the river before, uh, just at sunrise and no one's around and, they, and someone's in the area. Hmm. And it's more than one. And they're laughing and joking, oh my God, this is a problem. Hmm. So Krishna announces himself hmm, and begins to let them know that he's he's a solution. Hmm. He's not the problem. He's, he's, he's the solution. And of course, uh, there's considerable banter, as they say, between them. Hmm? And at the end, the um, same. The fact that he says at first is proven to be true at the end, even though he's lying in between. Hmm? I'll explain. Okay. So, he says here in the first uh, verse of this section, if we can find it, then um, it says... Atragatya bala kamam swam swam vasa pragrihatam satyam bruvani no narma yad yuyam patakarshita. He says, O Abala, hmm? Atragatya, hm, Abala. Abala means, Bala means strong, Abala means weak, so. The girls are weak. Hmm. He's referring to the girls, thought to be the, the weaker. They say that weaker. Sex. I don't know. Yeah, obviously that's not thought no, it used to be a saying. The, the, the what? The fairer, the fairer, the fairer uh, sex something. But but he gives an explanation. Not he's not saying that they're weak because they're girls, hmm. but because they're in the water, hmm. and they've been in there for quite a while. Hmm. And, and, and he could ascertain that they had been doing a vow and they had been eating much and so this is, it's been going on for quite a while now so they must be weak hmm? so he says my dear girls hmm? you may come here and take back your garments I'm telling you the truth I'm not joking with you since I see you are fatigued from executing lost your vows So he's presenting himself as a solution to the problem. Hmm? Of course, it's not all explained. Well, what's he? You know, the problem is the clothes are not there. (laughs) Why is that? Well, you know, of course, that's not his fault, as he'll go on to uh, explain. These are the lies that fall in between. But between this verse and the concluding verse, um, in which Krishna gives the benediction, it's kind of the final part of of the text. Um, is sandwiched this banter between them, but but in the, this verse and and, and, the, and the last one we'll we'll get to today, hopefully um, there's some correspondence, hmm? and the correspondence is that Krishna is speaking truthfully, hmm? speaking truthfully, hmm? in the midst of all of his lies, and they're, they're real real lies, hmm? Hmm? but sometimes you may lie. In the pursuit of truth, is it possible? Sure. Hmm? What if <laughs> Prophet used to give the example? If your child hmm, refuses to take medicine, but needs that medicine very badly, you may say, "Close your eyes, and I'll give you the sweet." Hmm? Close the eyes, put the medicine in, close the mouth, make him swallow. Right. So, you lied to the child hmm, to give her the truth. It's possible. Right. Uh, be a little careful with that. <laughs> that, that, that. You should be tend to err on the truthful side, mm-hmm. literally, mm-hmm. rather than on the other side, and uh, and, uh, and think that you're taking the higher road when in fact you you, you may not be. Right? Mm-hmm. So we look, um, you know, at, in this regard, the example of Eutychus here. Dharmaraj himself right how he couldn't tell a lie such as this commitment he couldn't in 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 uh, and war he couldn't tell, krishna told him tell say that aspatama is dead that will take the life out of the opposition hmm? but aspatama was not dead so he he couldn't he couldn't he was too truthful hmm? So, we should try to be that truthful, but we should remember the example also, that there's a, there's a place for, for breaking that. Hmm? A rare occasion for the service of the Absolute. Hmm? Something like that. Not that it becomes a habit. Right. So, what did he say? Oh, of course, it's the story. Because he said, oh, he couldn't tell a lie, but then he said, "Ashvatama, the elephant, is dead. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Something like that. But because he didn't tell... Uh, Tell a full lie, <laughs> as Krishna had asked him, "What happened? The hmm? chariot had to touch the ground. His, cha- his chariot had to touch the ground, or something like that." Hmm? So, better to be absolutely truthful, hmm? but try to be very always morally upright, morally truthful, morally of good character, and there may be some extraordinary occasions too. In, in pursuit of the absolute, to deviate from the from the relative truth hmm? and be truthful in the full sense of the word. So, this is the case with Krishna here. And he says, um, satyam bruvani, he says it two ways, positively and negatively. I'm telling you the truth, hmm? Satya, satyam bruvani, no narma. Hmm? I'm telling you the truth, Satyam Bhuvani. No, I'm not joking. No, Narma. I'm not joking. And then he encourages them. What? And the reason I'm doing this is for your benefit. I see that you're emaciated. You've been in there for a long time. Weak from this and so forth. Now, It's not necessarily the case that this this is the last day of their brut. They you get strength as you go forward, right? With such a austerity, hmm? and in the end, you're you're stronger than when you began, hmm? having conquered over the 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 needs, apparent needs of the body, mind, and so forth. so, in one sense, they would they would be 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 stronger, hmm? and so is he telling the truth here. But he's looking at it deeper. What is that? We have to recall who are these Kumaris? They're the sages of Dandakaranya, hmm? and they were emaciated emaciated uh, from a material point. They were still strong, as I'm saying, from a from a, the point of. Pursuing their sadhana and so forth, but otherwise, from an ordinary point of view, they looked weak. As it is said, with regard to the highest ideal, which is their ideal prem hmm, that prem on the outside can look very discourting, while the inside is full of happiness. bhisa Krishna The wonderful character of prem is on the outside it looks like poison. But on the inside, it's Pulabhananda. Hmm? Hmm. So, um, he's referring to their external condition in one sense, but also he knows their past. He knows how many, how, what long time they've been executing the Brat and chanting that Gopal mantra and so forth. Hmm? And I am the solution. Hmm? I'm here. Hmm? And I'm going to give you clothes. I'm going to give you a body mm, that's suitable. Mm. Right. I've given you a body, now I'm going to give you the just the, the, on this day the rest, all that you need to be, have perfected your long, long sojourn, your long, tra- long trajectory of sadhana that's brought you to the Prakat Leela. Mm, you're born as gopis, there's some, just a little further development, mm, and I'm the solution. You wanted me as your husband, I'm here. So, uh, they take exception, of course, on an ordinary basis hmm, to what he's saying and think, wait a minute, you're the problem, you're not the solution. Hmm? In the end, of course, he'll say, Sankalpo mudita Sadhyo Babutinam Marajanam Mayanu Modita Soso Satyo Babitu Marathi. Oh saintly girls I understood I understand that your real motive in this austerity has been to worship me the tenth of yours is approved by me and indeed must come to pass so we'll discuss that going forward but in both cases hmm, um, he presents himself as truthful and the solution rather than part of the problem now there's a long section of the banter between Krishna and the Gopis and it's very, very charming. Very charming and can very draw the sadhaka in to get some idea of, of why someone would, would for yugas meditate on the Gopal Mantra and Saha give themselves entirely to that. Very, very extraordinary person he is that these now now gopis want to marry. So we'll get a glimpse into how charming he is here And I'm going to read my own uh, rendering of this because there's many, many verses and uh, from my forthcoming book. So the very sweet banter between Krishna and the Kumaris that ensued has great power to captivate the Sadhaka's heart. Krishna began by instructing the kumaris through the medium of his friends telling them what to say. But when he told them, he said, tell them this, tell them this, tell them this. He had an intermediary mm, between his friends, between himself and the Kumaris. Tell them this. They come back with a replacement. Tell them that. mm. But when he told them, go and pull the girls out of the water, mm, the girls in turn frightened the boys mm, by telling them, watch out, we have the power of the goddess. Hmm? <laughs> For a month long, we've been performing this vow. We have the Shakti of the goddess. Get too close and we'll pull you in the water, and him too. Because hmm? if you go in the water, he'll come running after you, and we'll pull him in. So then the boys <laughs> became uh, afraid to carry on, so that Krishna had to, had to take over with direct uh, uh, interaction in terms of conversation with the Gopikas. Hmm? The gopis told him, he stole, he's a thief, and you are accomplices. Mm -hmm. By extension, you are also guilty. And we could pull you into the cold water. So, so Krishna says, Oh, young girls of Braj, do you know who has hung these clothes in the kadama tree? And you think, what is he talking about? (laughs) I was herding cows from afar, and I saw them, and I thought, today the Kadama tree is very colorful. Looks like it's got some special fruit or flowers. To see this astonishing spectacle, I ran here and climbed the tree. The Kumaris, those are our clothes. Krishna, that cannot be. If they were your clothes... How do they end up in a tree? (laughs) Kumaris, you've stolen them and put them there. Krishna, are you blaming me? Again, he's presented himself at the beginning as as the solution to the problem. What? You're going to blame me now? I'm here. I'm the son of King Ananda. Am I a thief? The son of the king? Come now. Hmm? Perhaps, uh, You want to complain to Kamsa, Natura? Kumaris, don't get angry. Just look closely at the clothing and see if they're women's clothing or men's clothing. Krishna, according to my intelligence, because they're so colorful, they must be women's clothing. But so what? In this universe, are you the only women? Hmm? Are there no other women? Kumaris, true, but who other than us comes to this isolated forest? Krishna, oh fool! Oh, excuse me. Oh, 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 girls. Oh, girls like you wander in lonely places. Oh, girls who like to wander in wan- in lonely places. You, are, are you the only women who wander in lonely places and play secretly? Kumari's, oh fool! We did not come here to play. We came to worship the goddess, the very deity of this kadamba tree. Krishna, are you? the only young women worshiping the goddess? Are there no others? Kumaris, there are no others. Hmm. Kumaris, even if they did perform worship here, why would they leave their clothing here and go far away? Krishna, oh young girls, you do not know anything. Tonight, they will come and perform worship. After bathing, they will don these clothes. That's why they set them aside here. Kumaris, you do not know the truth. Today we will perform worship. The deity of the forest has placed those clothes up high in the tree for us to wear after bathing. So they kind of start to believe him. But yeah. Krishna, if these clothes are really yours, then come here, if you like, and claim your own clothes. Take them after paying me one small fee each to satisfy me after you have insulted me. You must come out individually and not all at once or two or three together because out of greed for cloth, one woman may take more than one cloth. Kumaris, we cannot go. Now, they're in the water and all you can see is their faces and ears. Right? Mm-hmm. And they look like lotuses blooming in the winter, which wouldn't ordinarily happen. Very beautiful, very charming we cannot go Krishna laughing girl oh girls because of your intense austerities you become weak and cannot cannot come out here Hmm? no they said we do not trust your cheating words Krishna I'm speaking the truth to you I'm not joking again he emphasized I have never told any lies from birth till now I have not had any occasion to lie what is the proof These young boys are witnesses. (coughs) They're reliable as witnesses because they naturally report whatever they see. By claiming to be truthful, as he did in the beginning, here again, this is not the end, but in the middle as well, satyam, Krishna implied that he was actually vowing satyam hmm, to the kumaris to reciprocate in kind with the vows that they had made. This is starting to filter through the banter and the joking and so forth. Hmm? Thus, the Gandharva marriage began in earnest as Krishna inserted his friends into the wedding in progress as witnesses, his quote-unquote best men. Hmm? Kumaris, from far off, please throw the clothes to us in what in the water, or have the young boys bring them here. Krishna, how am I to know whose clothing is whose? Furthermore, I'm very religious, and as such, I don't touch others' things, even with my fingernail. You must each come here and claim your own clothes. I do not take, give, or even touch others' things. That is my rule. At this point, the Kumaris began to internally acknowledge that a Gandharva marriage was in fact in progress, unless their desire was being fulfilled. Still, they hesitated. Kumaris, because you are so impudent, you may disgrace us as we come out of the water. In fear of this, and being respectable women, we will not go near you. Krishna, let one of the girls among you come. If I do not disgrace her, then others can come, one by one. And thus, they came out of the water. But they came together. Within the water, their faces, which were all that Krishna could see, appeared more beautiful than lotuses, which do not grow in the haem season. But as they emerged from the river, he saw their heads and their long, dark hair, with which they covered their breasts, their hands covering the lower part of their beautiful bodies, embodiments they were of the highest frame. Krishna then told them to fold their hands in prayer above their heads, to overcome what he had now realized hmm, was an offense they had committed during the course of their sacrifice. Again, he's, he's part of the solution here. He is not the problem, hmm, by any means. Hmm. So what is it? They came out and they were naked. He didn't know that they were naked. He thought they must have had some some clothing on, a bathing suit, <laughs> something, right? Hmm? And indeed, it's an offense to the river to bathe naked. And here they have done this. And so the ho- now suddenly they hear this and now they're crushed by the The whole rut has collapsed hmm? because we made one mistake. We made an offense to the Jamuna. Now, our vow is not going to reach fruition. Mm. Of course, Christian's the expert in this, but he's cheating them. Mm. Great people cheat others for a great cause. It's the same principle we talked about earlier. right? He's cheating them, because the fact of the matter is, yes, it's true. Mm. According to the Shastra, it's a offense to bathe naked in the river, the holy river. But it doesn't apply children. And these are kumaris, underage girls. It doesn't apply to them. And and what to speak of the fact that they're in bathing in the midst of a religious dharmic sacrifice. So there was no fault. And the fruit will come, of course, for other reasons. And of course, it's not of a karmakanda uh, nature. Mm -hmm. But Krishna has alerted them to an apparent problem, and they are they're believing him now. And so the, the equation is changing. Hmm? Hmm. Uh, with the young girls in front, the older girls shouted to Krishna's friends. Oh, excuse me. But as they emerged from the river, he saw, Krishna told them. Okay, so, so Krishna told them what the offense was, and he, and he gave them a solution. He said that you should fold your hands and prayer above your heads to overcome the offense of having bathed naked, by which you will see them in all their nakedness. We have to come to stand naked before God. Right? With the younger girls in front, so they got they got a solution to the problem, and they believe it's a real problem, so with the girl, younger girls in front, the older girls shouted to Krishna's friends, very smart, good that they came along, as some Acharyas think. Why is that? Because they said, what was that? Speaking to the boys. And as if they heard something in the bushes. Thus the boys momentarily, momentarily turned their attention elsewhere as the girls folded their hands in prayer above their heads. And were seen only by Krishna in their nakedness. Now, of course, It's said in this regard in the Vedic culture that if a young man sees a young girl naked, then he has to marry her. Hmm? So this is now Krishna's moving along with this Gandharva uh, uh, wedding, marriage, if you will. Now he's seen them naked. Hmm? When Krishna saw the Kumaris naked, their Gandharva marriage with him was confirmed. And Krishna explained as much, promising to consummate their union in the coming months. Gopal Champu cites Krishna thus, Mutual acceptance between the bride and groom is what the Gandharva marriage consists of. And this mutual acceptance is the highest dharma, manifesting naturally as it does between lovers. Having attained the fruit of your brut, with this Gandharva rite, please return to Brudge soon. On the forthcoming night, you will see me again. Thus Kumari stole the hearts, excuse me, stole the hearts and the clothes of the Kumaris, but returned only the clothes. And he kept their hearts for himself. Hmm? And that union that he speaks about that will come in the future, that is then, of course, the Rasalila. Now the last verse of this section from the Bhagavatam itself that I mentioned and cited earlier is of interest to us to go over a little bit more. There he told them when, when he had, they had excuse me, bowed before him. Sankalpa vidita sadvio The sankalpa, the vow that you've made, prayer that you, you made the your worship and it's based on a vow a request uh, from the from the deity hmm? uh, Sankalpa Vidita Sadhya. He, he 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 describes them as saintly hmm? as as sadvis hmm? the vow that you have made is actually a saintly vow it was the vow that that uh, or a sankalpa, I want to marry Krishna. It's actually a saintly vow. Now, it's not ordinary that a, a, it's not that an ordinary girl wants to marry someone. It's saintly. Hmm? It may be religious and a uh, young girl is uh, the proper thing to do and vice versa. But it's not saintly. Hmm? So it's important what he says here. Sankalpa bhita satbyo babatinam marachanam hmm? And in your saintliness, he's saying, babatinam Mm. Marajanam, you, you worshipped me. Mm. So, what's coming out here is there's a hint of his Aishvarya, mm. Mm. that he's actually God. Mm. It's coming to the surface. Mm. And remember, it's this omniscient aspect of his being mm. Mm. that enabled him, despite being absorbed with gopis and apricot leela, to hear and feel the prayers. The mantras of the sages. Hmm. Hmm. So that it's just slightly now his omniscience is coming, coming to the fore, and he's saying, "The vow that you've taken, it's saintly. Hmm. You worshipped me. so so arati." He's basically saying. Let it be. This is how God will act. You've made a vow, made a sankalpa. I bless you. It'll be, it will be. You will get the desired result. But on top of that, he's saying the vow that you've made, the the ideal that you've pursued. This is beyond religious. This is saintly. You're saints. So some, just hint, of his omniscience is coming to the fore. And again. This is this this is the side of him that enabled them to get as far as they have thus far, right? Because mm-hmm. again, he's lost in the brudge. Leela. He doesn't even know that he's God practically. Mm-hmm. People like us are reminding him, "You're God." <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We want to be in your midst, like them, where you're not acting as God, that there might be intimate uh, rapport of love uh, between us. So it's an extraordinary moment for the sages. Of course, now they've fully entered into the bhava of of gopis. Hmm. They've got other association. Their vow has been has, has been. Uh, uh, Krishna has appeared on the scene and 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 uh, given them the benediction that they wanted, verbally and practically. Hmm. Otherwise, so saying we'll consummate this in. In, in, in a future night. And so this, we'll go into this. this the future night, of course, comes to the Rasalila one year later. Hmm. But, there, but the hint now of his omniscience, which is the very thing that brought them there, in a sense, hmm, is now fading away. So, although he's acting a little bit in, in Narayan mode, if you will, hmm, their, their minds go. Well, it was said by Gargacharya we heard from Nar- from, from Nanda Maharaj that Krishna will be like uh, Narayan. Hmm. He's our Narayan, they're thinking. Hmm. Krishna is our Narayan. Hmm. He's our God, and this is how we will worship Him, hmm. by being His wives hmm. in, in brudge. Krishna is like Narayan, but, of course, they add to that on their own, the Brajabhasis and the Kumaris here in their own minds. But, of course, Narayan is not like Krishna. Krishna may have the qualities of Narayan, but Narayan doesn't have the qualities of Krishna. Krishna is too Bhagavan Swayam. So, this, is this principle hmm, of tattva, Krishna is too Bhagavan Swayam, that's why you chant the Gopal Mantra. That's why you accept this kind of Sampradaya with that in mind. Mm-hmm. This is their objective. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the sages. Mm-hmm. So the point is surfacing again in the beautiful and charming way in which it does in the brudge. Mm-hmm. Again, Naraya, Krishna will, will be like Narayan, but our practical experiences. Narayan is nothing like Krishna. That means... Krishna's two, Bhagavan's way. Hmm? So out of the tattva comes the bhāva. What does Krishna say in the Gītā? He, uh, he says, bhajan te mam hmm? The first line. Um, and then he says, For me, everything comes. I am hmm? the source of everything. Those who understand, that means Krishna's two, Bhagavan's one. Those who understand this, they then are in a position to worship me in such a way in Siddhartha translation, to enter into the Raghama It's possible. This is from, of course, the chapter Spoki of the Gita, where Braj Krishna is is, is speaking in Kurukshetra. His, his, his voice is coming out. And all our Vodhi acharyas are bringing that out for us. At so this point of Siddhanta, again, that's the password, Jinnagoswami says, to entering into the mystery of the feeling of the Bhagavatam. Hmm. Which is showcasing the Braj Leela and amongst all these sentiments in the Braj, highlighting in particular the Gopi's love, hmm. assisted as it is by Krishna's friends. Hmm. Any question? Well, we have a little time. So, it's worth noting that Krishna said, In another night, in the future, we'll meet. Meanwhile, the winter moved on, right? Passed into spring and in summer. It wouldn't be till the autumn night in Kartik that this actually took place for various reasons. And Krishna, hmm? What did he do? He spent his nights playing the flute and learning about the fact that Radha had details. He had been, she had been betrothed to another and these other elder gopis. So, it's, this is a big problem in his mind. So, he tried to take shelter of his flute to bring about... Uh, a resolution and reaffirm, if you will, to her that our marriage has already taken place. That, that is a false marriage. Hmm? That is a false marriage, whatever they're arranging. Hmm? That is an illusion. Hmm? Our, our marriage has already taken place on this day. Marga hmm? I think it means the beginning of the path. Agrahayan hmm? is another name for Marga means the beginning of the year. The beginning of the path. We were fixed up from the beginning. We are meant for one another. Don't think otherwise. So, but how will, he, how will he meet with her? So he thinks by playing his flute at the night. And he tries. He practices. And he becomes successful to the extent that one night all the gopis showed up. From all over the bridge They came. Everyone, except for one, Radha. At that point, he's ready to break his flute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's so accomplished in that. He had, of course, it began earlier. He was practicing. We t- we began our discussion here with his rag that he invented, mm-hmm. useful for these purposes. He's trying to perfect that. But prior to that, he created other rags as he was able to cause cows to give milk by playing his flute rivers to stop, mountains to flow like, like rivers and so forth. Hmm? But still, his, his real aim in all of this is to capture the heart and mind of Radha and thinking that he was unsuccessful, that she did not come. He found reason to send all the gopis back. Hmm? The consummation of their marriage didn't happen on that day. Hmm? Meanwhile, why didn't she come? Hmm. The answer is that she fainted and went into a coma. Here, just hearing the sound, hmm? Bhav, she went into pr- 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 pralaya, hmm? into a swoon, and passed out. In her attendants, her maid servants, suckies and munjaris, they took her to Purnamasi, of course, hmm? who sheltered her in her uh, thatched cottage along the banks of the Jamuna and tried in different ways to revive her to no avail. Hmm. She was out for hours. Hmm. They had to put something in front of her nose to see if she was still breathing. Hmm. And what was the cause? Well, this, this, she could ascertain if she had heard the flute. This this was the problem. So, Purnamasi called one of the, those manjaris, bring them on a Mongol here. Hmm. So she brought Madhu Mangal. Purnamasi said, Krishna is the cause of its problem, so Krishna must be the solution to the problem. Hmm? Go and bring him here. Hmm? Tell him what's happened. So Madhu goes, tells Krishna, hmm? and Krishna realizes, oh, I'm, I'm not as bad of a flute player as I thought. Hmm? I did affect her heart, but but not sufficiently. Hmm? So he gets a little bit of solace. Hmm? Uh, at, at the same time, he's you know, overwhelmed, having heard about the condition that so Radha is in. And Madhu-Mongol says, you come with me. Takes him by the hand and pulls him there. Hmm? Devi is, of course, present also. Hmm? I should mention that prior to this, hmm, before he played the flute that night, and all the Gopis came except for Radha who passed out, he had heard from a p- green parrot hmm? Hmm. that he got assurance from some assurance from the green parrot that, that Radharani actually likes you a lot she, she loves you hmm? that Radarani loves you hmm? got some encouragement and Radharani sent a message to him also written with her fingernail on a chumpunk flower golden flower she wrote that you are the dark tamal tree of my life and I am the champak flower vine of, of of yours. Only Brinda Devi can bring us together. Hmm. Brinda Devi, of course, is the Vond Devi, the, the goddess of the forest. So, uh, the forest obeys her. So, she has used this uh, um, metaphor of you're the tumult, dark tamal tree, I am the golden vine. We need Brinda, Brinda Devi to bring us together. Like she has the power over nature Hmm? so Vrindadevi's there Krishna comes at the hand of Madhu Mangal and Vrindadevi gives the solution that you have to touch her on her heart then she will come to and Krishna says oh you ought to be kidding Hmm? and Madhu Mangal looks at him what's wrong with you? Hmm? Right. He says, "Well, I can't touch a woman. I'm a brahmachari. <laughs> Look at the color of my cloth. Krishna's hmm? always wearing some some shade of saffron, hmm? from yellow to red. Hmm? I've got got to be religious here. And hmm? it's well known. I'm a brahmachari. I can't t- touch touch a girl like this. Hmm? Mongol is now." The smoke coming out of his ears. He's frustrated with Krishna. Hmm? She's in a coma, right? Right. So he he uh, he, in, he he tries to intervene poetically. He says, you know, if if, if, a, if, a, if a cloud hmm, does not allow the lightning to bolt outside of it, it will have no life at all. Hmm? You are Ganeshami saying you're the, like the dark cloud. She's like the like a bolt of lightning. Hmm? if you don't give her attention then, then she'll never that if you don't the, the lightning will never show something like that mm-hmm. and Krishna just dismisses his poetry as just prattle mm-hmm. and mumbling mm-hmm. so Manu Mongol then because he he'd been asked to do something about this and he's got some con- some control over Krishna right some influence over him so he says, you you leave now." Hmm? Then he takes Brindadevi and puts her in between Krishna and Radha, and he leaves. And he's looking through the through the cracks in the wall on the outside. Hmm? Hmm? And because, again, according to the letter of Radha, it was Brinda that would bring about this this this, this union, right? this, this intensified further stage of union. Hmm? So. Um uh, Brinda Debbie says, all right, look, you don't have to touch her. Look into her eyes. The eyes are open now. Look into her eyes. Hmm? And then she feels that if he looks into her eyes, he will see the reflection of himself in her eyes and then see how she's feeling. Hmm. Because she's feeling because of him. Hmm? And she then, then then having understood her own feelings, yeah, then his resistance will disappear. His empathy, his sympathy will come. So Krishna, of course, looks into her eyes, but now he's weeping and satri are manifesting and he has no control practically over his body, which is involuntarily erupting in ecstasy. So, Vrindadeva takes advantage of his... His lack of control grabs his hand, puts it on her chest, over her heart, and she wakes up. Hmm? And Madhu Mangal celebrating outside, as Krishna wobbles out, he grabs him, steadies him, and tells him a joke or two, and takes him on his way. Hmm? Hmm? And Radhika wakes up and doesn't know what what really happened. Was it a dream? Did I see him? Was he here? Some people say I passed out. I can't remember anything. Hmm? And she's taken home by her manjari's. Hmm? Mm-hmm. This way, there's a there's a the the the, the 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 build up. This is part of the build up of the coming consummation, if you will, of their relationship that takes place in, in autumn, The Rasalila. Yes, Hagni. varis were there, mm. the, the, the was there. that the Vishwana Thakur sees it in that way yes not everybody did they also go in the water mm. yeah so was there. yeah then, according to Vishwana Chakrabhi others <laughs> Jiva Goswami doesn't take that position and therefore he says he emphasizes this this Lila that I. Just uh, related in brief, because hmm? he hears, well, she's getting married, she's betrothed, betroth- this is a problem for him. Hmm? But there's another way to explain it as a half that allows her to be there at the same time. See, Radha Yeah. And, um, the <laughs> That's why I said, this is the real marriage now he's disturbed because there's a fake marriage going on hmm? yes. <laughs> and nobody knows that she's actually married to me and she may wonder too mm-hmm. because the parents are making all this what happened to the vow that of course she didn't participate in that but she was there for the benediction hmm? she participated in the last day right so he wants to reassure her hmm? that's a fake marriage that's right and he said that's the best marriage of all the vedic types of marriage the gandharva marriage is the best marriage and mahabharata says it's the only kind in kali yuga <laughs> <laughs>